What is up? Coming to you live from the jungle, the home of our little tiger. It's time for another episode of Dre's Geek Philosophy Podcast. It's February 8th. Not February. I did say February. We're leaving that in. I am I am clearly not here. It's November 8th, 2011. It's episode 251. I don't know. Yeah, because... Yeah, yeah, it's it's time for another episode of Dre's Geek Philosophy Podcast. Um, yeah, we we I wish it was February because uh, today at work was like the first ass kicking day. the The holidays has already dis- descended upon us at our our job at the big video game warehouse, and, and, and today starts the the cycle of the next seven weeks of pain and suffering, maybe longer. I don't know. It's what people have already started their holiday shopping. I think our volume increased to what three two hundred percent? Or oh, I know I shouldn't. Yeah, two hundred percent. Normally our our Mondays or a certain number of orders, and today it was uh, like it was, it was it was almost triple. So yeah, uh, people people are buying uh, weird games. I I, I was uh, pulling and sorting through all these games that people were, people were buying wacky and weird games. It was. Why? What? What's up? What are we looking at? Yeah, I'm trying. I know. Hmm? Hmm? <laughs> for those of you listening, that that did absolutely nothing for you. In lieu of a cough button, I'm I'm moving the microphone away from my mouth. Yes, if you're listening, you're gonna notice I sound a little deeper. That's because the um the the cold that our, our wonderful little little boy passed on to us has evolved. <laughs> Yeah, it was just a it was just a head cold, but now it has evolved into a cough. It is it has moved south from my nose into my throat. So if you, if you go to my Instagram, you'll see a video of me doing my impression of the the longtime Laker announcer Lawrence Tanner. Starting small forward from Alabama, Robert Ory. <laughs> yeah, it's been it's. <laughs> Uh, I cough right in the mic, and I am so sorry. I'm gonna have to go in and fix that. I know. I don't care about the grossness. I care about the bad audio. I don't give a damn about the grossness. I was like, God. I looked. I, I looked at the screen over here, and I see the giant squiggle, the little earthquake that happened on the on, on my audacity. I'm the I'm the only person who uses this mic, so it doesn't matter. And I go a week between using this microphone, so those germs will more than likely be dead by the time I get back to the microphone. Nevertheless, it's gotten super effing busy at work, and uh, and then yesterday we, we kept ourselves super busy. Uh, we were at Pixel Vault Games. Our good guy Mondo he he throws quarterly little buy sell trade events. It's like a gamer swap meet, and then uh, Rosa signed us up for it. I've never been happier for daylight saving time than I was yesterday morning. Because uh, the, re- the 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 vendors had to show up to to his location at, at Pixel Vault Games by by seven thirty, and I was like, oh, we gotta set an alarm for six a.m. And of course, you know, the, the if you've been a long time listener of the show, you know, I, I I like fall back, but I hate spring forward. Fall back means you're an hour early everywhere, and spring forward means you're an hour late everywhere. So yeah, that's, that's, I set an alarm, but I didn't need to because you know. Just like I said last year, you know who doesn't care about daylight saving time? Children. <laughs> Children don't care about daylight saving time. <laughs> Tiger doesn't look at a clock. He doesn't. He doesn't know about time. He knows his urges and needs to sleep and/or eat. But he he knows he gets up around. He wakes up around a certain time, and so normally he he wakes up wanting a drink between you know six forty-five and seven. Which meant, oh, with the time change, he woke up yesterday morning and this morning at 5.45. So, yeah, yeah. You, you need to work out. You need to get up early as well. But, yeah, yeah yesterday morning, it was like, oh, I, I get up. I get a, I get him his bottle of milk. I kind of look at the time, like 5.40-something. I'm like, well, no need to go back to bed. <laughs> I have to start getting ready so I can drive out to Ontario. And uh, and do this uh this uh, this uh, this gamer swap meet, and it, it was a it was a pretty ad- adventure adventurous. You know, I had 
I had a whole bunch of perlers. You go check, go go to the Instagram. I had a whole bunch of uh, the the eight bit art perlers, which now I need to post all the all the new ones I made onto my Etsy and put them up on eBay. I need to do a whole lot of things. I I was gonna get there. Thank, thanks, oh. executive producer Samzia. Thank, thanks for for for. I, I, you know what? When you're telling a narrative, you have to. You, see, what's good about being a podcaster is you take something that's one sentence and you make it into a paragraph, and that's what I was doing. I was getting to that. Thanks. I really thanks. Thanks for the dead air. I was getting to that. I was getting ready here at home. I had to get all the perlers. I, I, I had spent the last week making a whole bunch of new ones. We have Pokemon. We have more. We have Pokemon. We have more Pokemon. And uh, with some Legend of Zelda ones, yeah, I was, I was, I was, I was so concerned because I, I felt like I was gonna forget something. I was trying to make sure don't forget any merchandise. I, I was scrambling to grab a bunch of stuff from my office on Friday to sell. I, I, I had wanted to get a bunch of stuff from uh, from my boss's inventory, a bunch of a uh, quote unquote dead stock things, so I can try to sell them at this swap meet because you, you never know, someone might want some. You know, Legend Legend of Zelda T-shirts or a, a Crash Bandicoot statue. You know, they, they may, may not have ever seen that anywhere, and we're like, "Oh, cool! I've never seen this. I will pay you for these things." But I, I couldn't figure out the logistics with my boss to take this stuff, so I, I just brought my own Nintendo merch from all my years of working at Nintendo, which we talked about extensively last week. So I'll make sure the car had all that. The car had the. I, I made sure I took the perlers. My wife Rosa left me a bag of snacks, which I was very grateful. I took my snacks. I took the perlers. I I had the the games, uh, my my Nintendo tchotchkes in the car already. All right, cool. I didn't forget anything. This is where uh, Ron Howard would chime in, and yeah, he forgot something. See, uh, we we were under the impression, I guess, because my my wife set everything up with with uh, Armando, the owner of Pixel Vault Games, uh, and say, oh, I'm like, do I need to take a table? And then my wife's like, no, he didn't say anything about it. So we can just, you know, because usually when you go do some sort of event like this, you know, we, we, you know, Rosa has run pop-ups a lot. I've worked at many conventions. Usually when you go to one of these things and you're, you're, you're in a pay to be a vendor, they usually provide a table. But I, I didn't know that, <laughs> or we didn't know. This was straight up like a swap. I mean, I, I show up to the event. I get there early. I'm like, oh, all right, cool. Get out of here on time. Get there like seven twenty. See a bunch of other vendors setting up, and I, I see uh, this other guy who was coordinating things. Hey, how's it going? Uh, I'm on the list. Uh, it's under my wife's name, my wife's phone number. No, no worries. All right, cool. He's like, "Where's your table?" I'm like, "I need to bring a table." Shit, <laughs> I did not bring a table. <laughs> we have tables in our storage over here in La Habra. <laughs> And then the owner comes up and hey, uh, hey, Amanda, do you have an extra table? He's like, uh, kind of. I have a broken table. I'm like, do I have enough? Is it okay if I leave and come back? Will I still have a spot, or is my spot going to be given away to somebody else? He's like, oh, we'll, we'll, we'll save it for you. Well, I'll save you a spot over here. Well, you know, he told a couple of vendors leave this spot open. And so, like, all right, I hurried back to my car and drove from Ontario back here to Guadalajara. Thanks, Angel Wong, for that. <laughs> Ran to our the story the public storage over here dashed in, frantically looked up like where the heck is our, our tables? Because I, I I had a I had my trusty old table I had bought years ago that I used for all my Nintendo events because <laughs> we're going into a tangent real quick just put on your seatbelt. Uh, when I was a Nintendo rep I used to have to go out and do all these product demonstrations and it was always oh ask uh, ask the Walmart Toys R Us whatever fries to give you a table or borrow a table from the store. And for the you know, first couple of years, it was always like I'd always try to ask, but they never really have anything, or they gave you like a little tiny folding, crappy coffee-looking table, or or sometimes there wasn't a table at all. I remember uh, frustratedly, I just went to a Walmart one day. I just I think for one, I I bought a table, and I immediately returned it after them. I you know I went into Walmart like eleven o'clock. I'm like, yeah, I think the thing I'll buy this table. I left the label on it, took it to the to the Best Buy, like probably three stores down, did my demo, <laughs> took the table back, returned it to the Walmart, got my money back. But uh, 
But I did end up deciding, oh, you know what, I, I probably should invest in a table. Like, I know Nintendo wasn't going to let me expense this because they want us to, you know, oh, use the stores. Don't spend any money. You don't have to. But I mean, for, for I, think I, I found a small table at a Target and I was like, yeah, I'm going to throw down, you know, 30 bucks or whatever, 25, 30 bucks at the time. Uh, this is an investment in me. This is just like buy myself some peace of mind. I'll have I'll always have a table in my garage at the ready for these events. So I like having a table, but naturally I didn't. I couldn't find that table. I found one of my wife's tables in the storage, frantically searching everywhere. I'm like, where's my crappy little five-foot table? Okay, I'll take one of those, those, those giant six-and-a-half-foot tables that my wife has. You know, she's also very crafty and going out and doing events and stuff. Get the table. I'm like, right, dash back to Ontario. And then I was like, oh, wait, I didn't bring my... <laughs> didn't bring the chair I mean we have these uh, folding chairs that my, that my wife bought for us to you know when we go picnics and stuff I'm like come back home before I head back thankfully the our house is only uh, you know a couple blocks from the storage come back here run to our, our storage underneath pull the chairs out because I was going solo first and then my wife and Tiger were going to join me later when my mother-in-law was going to scoop them up that way we didn't wake up Tiger at 6am and take him out into the cold especially since we've all been under the weather I haul ass back to Ontario. I get there, and I'm like, "Oh, do I still have like the spot that he had pointed out that I was going to stay? Like someone had already set up in it." And I'm like, "Well, maybe I don't have a spot anymore." He's like, "Oh no, we got you a spot right over here." It like, it's funny. I thought I thought it was just an opening for me to walk in, but nope. Apparently, that was going to be my spot. I guess the the, the newly decided spot. And I set up. I put up my wares. Put up the. I put up the little perlers, and then I, I started going through all of my. Uh, uh, my, my Nintendo demo. I have all these old Nintendo demos, and within the gamer collector community, these are these are rare. It's, it's like gold. And I'm, I don't know. I don't know how many other Nintendo reps out there hung on to any any undocumented carts, as I always like to call them, like stuff that that Nintendo was like, oh, because like, we we had an inventory that we always had to keep of like all, all the demos. Like, or we sent you 140 copies of Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time for. 3DS demo. You need to send back 140. Right? No problem. But sometimes there there would be demos sent directly to store. Sometimes they send too many, or sometimes they send extras. And so anytime there was uh, extras, I remember my, my first couple years, I was, I was like a good little boy, and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna turn reach. I'm gonna send these separately. And then I realized, wait, these might be worth something. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep all this stuff. Like, well, once uh, you know, when I got to that point where I wanted to leave Nintendo, I started keeping a bunch of stuff. <laughs> I kept, and this is my confession. I'm sure Nintendo can come back and sue me. I was telling my boss this morning because <coughs> I saw a Nintendo employee hanging out. I guess he came down to enjoy the event, probably do some shopping. And I was like, oh man, he's going to wrap me out. He's, he's going to tell Nintendo, yeah, they're, they're the, the, the guy, he used to work for us. He's, he's out there selling the not for resale cartridges. And then I realized, oh no, he's there shopping. It's, it's mutually assured destruction. I mean, he he rats on me. Okay, maybe I get sued. I can rat on him. He'll get fired. I think he had more to lose than I did. I think that's a what's that's a allegedly hypothetically. I am allegedly selling. Thank thank you, James. Uh, allegedly and hypothetically, I I, I may or may not been have all these things, but yeah, I, I have the the one of the, the, the disadvantage of is a friend of mine on Facebook, so I'm sure if they wanted to kill me, they could have killed me years ago. <laughs> Nintendo is listening; they're listening through my Nintendo Switch over there. So I I, I have some like quote unquote valuable games because of their, of their extreme rarity. So I, I was being careful to what I was putting out because it, it was drawing attention from a lot of these you know collector vendors. I think the, the the best thing I put I put out a, it was a, a demo of Pokemon Diamond and Pearl, which I, I felt it was very timely because I think either end of this week or end of next week, Nintendo's releasing the remakes of those for the Nintendo Switch. And I'm like, oh look, I, I have a few of these, you know, old DS demos. I, I put it out there, and uh, yeah, some of the like they could come over and look at like, what are those? Are those not for resales? I'm like, yeah. How do you have them? Like, like it, the, the, there was a, a question of their um. Of their authenticity, I am stammering. Thankfully, I was wearing one of my old Nintendo jackets, and I had all this Nintendo stuff. Like, oh, I have all this stuff because I used to work for them. <laughs> all this stuff is legit. And then, like, just the wide array of things I had, it kind of proved. I'm like, oh wait, this is all real. And then the the guy in the booth next to me, he was like just tripping out. It's like, yo, dog, you 
you really have all this. You got some crazy shit there. I'm like, yes, I do have some crazy shit. <laughs> I left the crazier shit at home. <laughs> I didn't want to get too crazy. Oh, I bet you got, I bet you got some shit in your pocket right there. I'm like, I don't want to brag, but yes, there's some stuff in here <laughs> that I probably shouldn't show anyone. I think I did show them. Uh, I think I think James, you, you're familiar with some of. The, I think I let you borrow a few of these. Uh, the, the, the a certain Pokemon cartridges that let you get some ultra rare Pokemon. I think I I allegedly let, let you borrow the the set I have. I, I had a few extra ones of those, and I showed it to him. He's like, "Oh, what the what the f, man? Holy shit!" I'm like, "Yeah, I got some stuff and uh, some of the stuff I used to have." You know, <laughs> you know, back back when old, old old Dre was like super broke. You know, between 2016 and and 2018. Uh, I, I let go of some really super rare stuff here and there to, to make the rent many times when I was still living in Pasadena. I had to, I, 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 I had to throw some stuff up on, on eBay very quietly. And I, I let go of a lot of like super rare stuff. I think there was, there was one thing I, I got a, I got a G for. It was like, I was like, what? I got a thousand dollars for that? It might be worth even more now. Who knows? There, there was some cool stuff. So I was, I was tripping the people out and then... <laughs> May or may not happen. Change the date for distribution. Something like that. Right, James? Exactly. It was funny because like, people kept asking me, like, very specific questions, and I would just, like, you know, very matter-of-factly answering them. I was like, oh, oh I, I thought the Wii, like, no, the, the Wii demo units were this, this, and this. The only Wii games that were not full full demos were, you know, Skyward Sword and Twilight Princess. I, it, it was great because I got to shut down this one guy. This one guy who really annoyed the daylights out of me a couple years ago. At the There was a, there was a Pasadena... Uh, retro game expo. There was this annoying dude who was annoying us all the time, and he he was there at this event. I recognized him because he was super effing annoying. And he comes over and he start he starts kind of questioning my some of the Wii demos I had, and I was just dropping the knowledge on him, and he was just like uh, uh, taking it back, and he just and he bailed, and I was like that felt so good. I'm like oh that guy like he wouldn't he wouldn't he always had a smart ass comeback for everything when he was annoying us at the. At the retro game expo, but he came, he came, at, he came at me at some Nintendo demo knowledge. Oh, bro, you you came at the wrong, came at the wrong guy, bro. <laughs> I, just, I just like hit him with that fact. Here's some facts that are indisputable because I was there for seven years, son. That's why these are the way they are. And it was like, oh, and he moved on. I knew I wasn't gonna need a dime for him because all he did was annoy us for forty-eight hours at the Pasadena Expo, not spending a dime. So I, I knew I wasn't missing out on any any money from that guy. But I think it was like, uh, I proved myself to these other you know sellers and collectors. Like, oh no, he knows his shit. And like, and, and also helped that like they know they know who my boss is. All I do is just drop his name. And like, oh yeah. You know, it's funny because they, they they don't know him by his by by his given name. They know him by his a by by his gamer. He has a gamer handle. <laughs> oh yeah, we know blankety blank. We know him. We know what's up. <laughs> and I was telling my boss this morning. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, oh, well, a couple of those guys are cool, but <laughs> he he likes to be uh, low low key about. It. He he doesn't like letting people know how how powerful he is within. Video games. He he likes to. Sometimes he likes to. Like, he likes to swing his dick around, and other times he's just like, "Oh no, no, please, please, yeah. hey, don't talk about me too much. Don't let them know. <laughs> I don't want people to know." And then people get up all this other shit. Is he the guy that hides the pickles on SpongeBob? Oh, that 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 that's pretty funny, right? I I, I am basically his herald. I am his Silver Surfer. Yeah. <laughs> With a lot of the customers, yes, he sends me first. <laughs> And then uh, w- when we want to destroy someone, then I turn around and go, there you go, Galactus, eat that planet. <laughs> hey, we, we had a customer that's uh, it's annoying us. Here, here's another quick tangent. We had a customer annoying us. These codes on, on, on these games, you know, they, they put expiration dates on these codes, but I guess legally you can't allow any of these codes to expire. That's why there's stuff even from like the PS3 where like, oh, the code technically should have expired, you know. Back in what 2011 or 2013 or whatever, like let's say you bought God of War Saga, for, for example, and like oh, I mean, there, there's a code in there for the, the two uh, PlayStation Portable games or the remasters. The, the the code says it probably expired in like 2017, but you can still buy it. You can still punch that code into your PlayStation 3 and still 
download it. They, they, they still have to honor it. They can't, you know, like, ah, fooled you. You bought it too late. So there, there was this other product, I guess we, we, we sold someone and they, they sold it on Amazon. They were getting complaints. Oh, we had two cases where the customer returned the game because the downloadable content is expired. I was like, he's annoying customer. He's an annoying customer. I, I'm the one who has to deal with them primarily because they mostly only speak Spanish. So I, like, my boss has to like whisper in my ear, and I'm on the phone with them, going, I have to break out the machine gun Spanish. And I was like, nah. They send us the code, and oh, they send them. So I go on my phone, use my PlayStation app. Let me see. Punchingly, it said the code expired last year for like Evolve Ultimate Edition. I punch it into my PlayStation app, and I said, "Oh, the code, code, you know, oh, do you, do this code is good? Would you like to redeem?" And so I hit cancel because I don't need to redeem it. And I show my boss, and he's like, "You know what? F them. You know, take a freaking screenshot of that, email them, and you know, tell them this." I'm like, "Oh, I got this, boss. <laughs> I'm gonna go dunk on them for you." <laughs> and uh, I, I did not hear back from them. I sent them that <laughs> post haste, and uh, well, we'll see. Maybe, maybe they'll email me in the morning. I think they were on the East Coast. I, I sent that about you know four o'clock our time, or three three o'clock or four o'clock our time. But we'll, we'll see how they respond to me tomorrow morning. But yeah. <laughs> I, I, I am the buffer between my boss and, and the world sometimes. He only reveals himself when he was ready to eat a planet. Whether it be like Ubisoft or EA or Activision. Although actually, Activision is a bunch of assholes. That's a, another story for another day. But, you know, the event overall, it, 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 it was good. Um, I, I saw like those diamond and pearl cartridges really carried the day for us. Uh, but the... the the goal was just to hopefully make some money. I, I I didn't set any like any expectations, especially especially with my with my the perler art. I mean, if I had sold even one of the perler arts, I, I would I would have considered that a success. I, I sold three of them, so that 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 was good. A lot of the the the, the little show was where it was from like it was from nine to two, and the first couple hours it seemed like it was a bunch of guys uh, who were just there to like find stuff so they can take it take it to their stores or take it to their eBay and flip it. And then after 12 o'clock on, it was mostly like families just swinging through. And, that, and that's where I succeeded with my, uh, with the Perlers. And then the, I had a bunch of old like Nintendo pens and Nintendo like lanyards. And I sold some shirts. It was a like random stuff. And then I was telling my boss how much his, oh, you were, you were totally underselling. I'm like, yeah, I was trying to make money, boss. <laughs> this stuff cost me nothing. <laughs> It, it doesn't hurt me like oh I, I I didn't sell for a loss but 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 you left potential money on the table I'm like yeah I, I didn't care <laughs> oh that 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 was, I sold this a Nintendo T-shirt for ten bucks He's like man that that thing probably could have been worth twenty five or thirty bucks I'm like I'm sure it probably was worth thirty bucks but I don't think anyone there would have paid me thirty bucks for it <laughs> the, the 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 real goal was like hopefully I can make enough money to pay for Tiger's daycare this week which we did I, I made enough money. To take care of our, our little dude's uh, daycare cost for the week, you know, money's tight, and we go get to find a way. And it, it was good. And then Rosa and Tiger and my mother-in-law, they they, they rolled in around like twelve thirty or one, uh, especially because my, my my Nintendo buddy who who I saw was there, he was hanging out, and he's like, "Oh, I was I was I saw you're gonna be here. Is Tiger gonna be here?" I'm like, "Yeah, little dude's coming." <laughs> Mommy and little dude are, are coming because Rosa had made our little little cat toys. We had those on the table. People were super interested in them, but it it, well, it, it was like annoying. Uh, it was amusing slash annoying. Like every person who was interested in it didn't have a cat. <laughs> They're like, oh, these are awesome, but I don't have a cat. <laughs> oh, man, this is so cool, but I don't have a cat. And I'm like, maybe you know someone who has a cat and you can buy it for them. <laughs> I was like, nah. <laughs> I would want this for me, but I don't have a cat. And then uh, the, the the vendor to, to my left, I guess they have a cat. And then the vendor, he he saw them. He's like, "Oh man, look, this, this is really cool." I'm like, "Oh yeah, no, there's there's a catnip inside them. There's a there's a cord on the end. You know, there's a little piece of uh, cord at the end of it to, to simulate the controller plug. Well, the cat will play with it. You know, it's it's been tested on our. You know, like I was trying to find pictures of." our cats playing with them. It's like, oh yeah, there's catnip inside, so they actually try to like press the buttons. It looks like they're playing the controller. And then the, the, the vendor's like girlfriend or wife was like, oh, our cat doesn't react to catnip. That, that would be useless for us. I'm like, damn. 
almost made a sale to one of the other vendors. What's funny? Oh. Right. Oh, really? Without the catnip inside? Because they don't want they don't want their cats to get high. But they just love it because the tail thing is good. Mm-hmm. Plus, Nintendo's crazy. Obviously, I, you know, you were right that 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 was the right demographic, but unfortunately, which is like Mondo was interested in it, but he doesn't have a cat. <laughs> People like I, I had them front and center on the table because uh, I think I, I I honestly thought I'm like oh cool these are these are gonna sell but you never know ironically like the same day someone on Etsy ordered one from yeah, from I, the wife I, I think it's from that yeah. you think it's from that but yeah no it was it, it was pretty fun now it's like now we're we're trying to find other events because you know we got to keep the hustle going <laughs> the bills aren't gonna pay themselves and we have to use our 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 skills uh, I think you, uh, the wife. We we want to try to put on. I think that's the other thing that we're trying to. I, I want to do do some events in the. I feel like the SGV doesn't have any like gamer swap meets. Like we had to go all the way to Ontario for this. And I, and I talked to the guy next to me. Like he's actually down here. Like an OC. His store is in the OC. And I was like, oh, so people come out and people come out from all over the place. I'm like, that, that that Nintendo rep doesn't live anywhere near Ontario. I'm like, if I reveal where he lives, it'll reveal who he is. Oh, so even saying he, I give away all the reps over right now in Southern California mail, so it doesn't matter. But the Nintendo rep, you know, was like came from far away. You know, so I was like, oh, we need to put on some events. You know, um, in in the SGV in North OC, like in this in this immediate area. So that's like. Because R- Rosa has run her own pop-ups, like we, we need to put through, do some video game pop-ups. I know. I'm, I'm just example. I'm just making examples. You know. We gotta find a find a place where they let us rent rent it for half a day or whatever, and bring in some bring in some vendors, and we know a lot of vendors. I I, I met several, and I, I made friends with a couple of vendors while we were at at that show. Uh, yesterday, you know, pandemic or no pandemic, you know, it's like people still want to go out and buy things. <laughs> I was very surprised the number of people who just were not rocking masks at all yesterday. I had my mask on the entire time. <laughs> yeah, and they could because it was out there. Yeah, it was great. It was so lucky that the, I guess, I, it was the time of year, the sun was like in the perfect spot where I did not get hit by the sun. The whole day, like it was a very foggy morning yesterday, and even when the sun did come out, it was like, oh, cool. We didn't, uh, we didn't need a, an, an easy up or whatever, one of those little canopies that to protect our head. I, I was a little concerned. I'm like, oh man, because my uh, my sunblock in the car like exploded for some reason. I have to like buy a new sunblock. It, it, it leaked or exploded. I don't know. Cause I, I, I I'm a bald man, so I always keep sunblock in my little. I have a little my little Boy Scout case in in the trunk of the car. Like yeah, there's a there's a first aid kit, there's sunblock, there's an umbrella, there's a, you know stuff that you you, you I, I I learned from working at Nintendo. You always need certain things in the car at all times because you never know when you're gonna need them. Like when it suddenly rained last weekend or the weekend before. Oh cool! I had an umbrella in my little my little Boy Scout box, my little plastic container. Because when I was in Nintendo Rep, I had a whole bunch of plastic containers in my back of my car with all sorts of random doodads and the supplies. So I, I that, that was the one thing I, I really kept with me from, from that rep job was like, Oh, you kind of want to be prepared. So like sunblock, Oh, the, the first uh, East LA Cape. I was like, Oh, I remembered. Oh yeah. I'm going to be outside all day. I better put sunblock on my freaking head before I get freaking skin cancer of the head. But yeah, it was a it was a fun event. Uh, we 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 came out. I, I we didn't lose money. I, I we we made the the cost of the booth very. I think yeah, I covered the cost of the booth the, the first game I sold. So it was like all right, cool. It's very interesting. Uh, although I I I did feel underprepared. I didn't bring in. I, I feel like I didn't bring enough stuff to fill up the table. Like I had a lot of stuff, but. Uh, when Rosa got there, she's like, why aren't you putting more things out? I'm like, I would just be putting out multiples of the same thing. Because <laughs> all my boxes like, oh, I have like all these discs of Super Mario Galaxy 2, all these discs of 
uh, freaking Rhythm Heaven Fever, all these discs of freaking uh, Wii Sports Resort. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's all the same thing. And then the DS cartridges are really tiny. They don't take a lot of space. <laughs> and so like, that's why I was, I, was, I was harassing my boss last week. I'm like, hey, let me take some stuff so I have something else to entice people to my table. Because I, I, I think that, that was the only real frustration I had. Like, because of my lack of, like, selection, like, people would just kind of, like, swing by my table for, like, a minute or two. And if there was nothing they really cared about, they just moved on to the other tables that had, like, more stuff. It's like, I'd get someone, like, oh, like, someone would, like, look at all the perlers for a few minutes if they were interested in that. Or, like, some collector would look at the my, my not-for-resale cartridges and they're like, what? I'm like, are those real? I'm like, yes, they're all legitimate. They're all real. Look at them. Go ahead and just hold them. Look at them. <laughs> look at the label on the back. Hey. It says not for real sale on it. These were not made in China. These are not bootlegs. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, it, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was. It was. Overall, it was. It was fun. I, I, I was. Uh, I was a little hesitant or skeptical. Like I knew I could probably sell some of my like rare Nintendo stuff, but I, I was very uncertain. Like my my art stuff or like the the, the Nintendo tchotchkes or would sell. But I, ironically, yeah, the tchotchkes did very very well, even though the majority of my money came in from. Selling three super rare cartridges. But hey, we needed that money. <laughs> and of course, my boss, like I sent him a photo. He's like, why aren't you selling that stuff to me? <laughs> How much do you want for all of it? <laughs> I was like, I'm here, dude. I'm going to get, I'm, I'm going to sell this stuff now. <laughs> my, my boss, he always wants to buy a bunch of my stuff, but he's way too busy to like sit down and negotiate with me. <laughs> He just wants to like take it all here. Here's a hundred bucks. Give me everything. I'm like, no, this stuff's worth way more than that, boss. I'm not some wholesale customer that you're trying to rip off. <laughs> it's like I'm like uh, when when eventually later this week he tries to negotiate with me again. I'm like, no, dude. Just like we tell the customers, this stuff is not. I can't freaking um, replenish the supply. So the prices are the prices, dog. <laughs> I'm gonna turn one of his lines against him. <laughs> Because he wants to add all of my stuff to his gigantic collection, because my shit's super rare, <laughs> and not too many Nintendo reps either a hung on to the stuff or b are willing to part with it. Or I, I, I was joking with the like a, with the with the Nintendo rep who was there. It's like how much stuff that we've thrown out in the <laughs> in years past. That's stuff that's like valuable now. Like there were there were there were these GameCube demo discs. They're the like to to us, they were freaking worthless. But now apparently, each of them are worth like hundreds of dollars now. I'm like, God, I threw away hundreds of those things, <laughs> literally. <laughs> Hell, even if I just hung on to the cases, those things are worth money. There was one day where I remember I was like, just cleaning out my garage. I was like, I was like, all right, I'll, I'll throw these out. Okay, I'm not, I'm not gonna do anything with these, you know, GameCube demo discs. Like, I wasn't even thinking about the the profitability of those. It was a it was a very frustrating, but uh, <laughs> it was it was so funny. Uh, we were talking about the like oh, he stuff that he had thrown out, stuff I had thrown out, and like oh, and I, I guess they don't use physical demos anymore. So I don't know if he, I don't think he can capitalize on that. Like like I currently can. I don't know if he kept a lot of stuff. I I, I didn't pry too much. He, he was too busy dishing to me about. All the all the cheese man about about Nintendo, and I was just sitting there going, hmm, "Yes, tell me more, tell me more." <laughs> the, the 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 four grandmas that I talked about last week, apparently it's down to two. Two have retired, and they're down to two, and one more is going to retire. So now the the all the, the four grandmas that 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 tormented me or held me down, they they they've, they've been they've moved on from Nintendo merchandising. So. Uh, but uh, one of the replacements is someone I know, and I was like, "Oh, that's unfortunate." It was somebody who I was not very um, friendly with, who I guess if if I had stuck it out and stayed at Nintendo, that this guy would have most assuredly been like my boss or my boss's boss, and it would have been like, "Oh." Again, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. It's like, oh, maybe it's good that I'm that I did end up leaving Nintendo instead of getting tormented by. This is a different regional manager who was kind of a D-bag. Yeah, I, I don't personally know him, so if this gets back to him, that's because somebody is trying to get it back to him. Ha, ha, ha. And I don't, honestly, I don't think he even knows who the hell I am. <laughs> Other than, oh, he'd be, he'd be, he'd be, he was a, 
He was that guy with the from Los Angeles who was always loud at all the national meetings. How much did you did I pay for the table? I, the, the, the table cost at that it was a little event. I think it was uh, it was thirty bucks. So I was uh, like I said, I sold one of the games and instantly made back my table money. So that that, that was a relief. Uh, that that was probably one of the bigger fears. Like if I didn't make back, <laughs> if I if I couldn't sell a thing, if I just sat there all day and just you know paid them thirty bucks to sit there, that that would have been in. That, that would have been very disheartening and very frustrating. But no, we did good. Made enough to pay for Tiger's daycare, so it, 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 that, it was good. That, that was a good thing. I was very happy. Now it's like now you got to get the get the convention itch of like, oh, let's get, let's find another. Let's, it's like my wife. My wife is looking for other pop ups, and like, like I said, we're trying to plan our own pop up next year. <laughs> Obviously, not anytime soon. <laughs> Me, it'd be ridiculous. Like as I mentioned at the top of the show, work is gonna get super duper crazy. It's like my mom, like I, I, was, I was telling my wife, like I, like I, she hasn't really been there. I think for like super crazy holiday times. I think I remember there was one time she she came in one time when she was like super pregnant with Tiger to help. But uh, she hasn't like seen the the, the true chaos of of. Of, of, of e-commerce when when the holidays come November and December it's gonna be crazy oh man <coughs> try to think if there's there. oh yeah um, I guess uh, between now and the next time we come back on it's uh, Disney plus is gonna hit its anniversary and oh it's a, another thing I made a little I guess I I realized honey I made enough money so I can I can give you money f- to pay for the Disney plus. <laughs> I was like the twelfth. I'm like, is that before payday or is that literally? Oh, the twelfth is literally payday. So, looks like uh, what we made on Sunday is going to go into paid for Tiger's daycare today, and it'll pay for Disney Plus for the next year. <laughs> I'll make sure to transfer you that money, ASAP. That way, your bank account doesn't get <laughs> beat up on the. Well, it'll be, it'll be payday, so we should be okay. But I want you to make sure you have that money. I said I would pay for this year's Disney Plus because my wife paid for it last year. Because <laughs> what I'm excited about is on Disney Day, next Friday, they're they're putting Shang Chi on Disney Plus. So next week I'll finally get to watch that. And then Eternals came out this past weekend, which um, we'll briefly. I, obviously, I, I haven't gone to see it. I don't know when I'll get to go see it. Um, I might have to wait for that to just show up on Disney Plus in you know three to three to four months. Um, it, it's funny because like it is, it has the lowest tomato meter score of any Marvel movie, but it still did relatively well considering movies. People are still going to the movies and they're they're opening things up. I guess uh, it has like the lowest scores, but every nerd I know so far who've seen I've seen comment about uh, Eternals has said nothing but good things about it, and apparently it's, it's going to set up the the rest of this phase or it's going to set up the next phase. I I've been pretty good about trying to avoid the spoilers but uh, to be honest I, I'm I'm way more interested in finding out what the hell is going on with the Spider-Man movie that's coming out <laughs> next month I I really they, they, they've really kept it under wraps and I want to know more I that that my, all my interest right now is in like alright I want to know about that damn Spider-Man movie uh, Pete Molini is putting together a um, another group screening and I'm hoping he does it on a Saturday so that maybe we can get uh, grandma to come watch Ty, and we can go watch Spider Man in a in a private screening without a bunch of without a bunch of crowds, because <laughs> that's a that's what Pete Molini did with uh, Shang Chi, but he did it Thursday night, which is not conducive for us as parents. <laughs> also, uh, James, you like to wait a bit to avoid crowds. Uh, it's funny, like all these past years, I, I've gotten so used to just going on that Thursday night. There, there's a local theater in Whittier that they honor their Thursday night price even if it's a brand new movie. I think the one time they didn't do it, I think it was for like The Last Jedi. I think that was the only time they were like, oh, Disney said that we can't do the cheaper price for this one. But all the usually all the Marvel movies, it's like, oh, no problem. If, uh, $6 Thursday or whatever, oh, 6 bucks, Hell yeah. No problem on a Thursday night. But uh, Pete Mulaney, I guess he's, he's been working on a deal with, I guess, I think it was the Monterey Park AMC. He he did it for Shang Chi. I forget. He he did a thing where like yeah, he, 
he, he was able to rent out the whole theater, like 20 or 25 seats. And oh, that way he's just, oh, not a bunch of strangers, you know, a bunch of his, you know, customers or friends could go watch the movie. And he, he put up a, a, an Instagram poll today. It's like, should we do it Thursday night or Saturday? And I, I'm voting Saturday. <laughs> I would like the screening to be on a Saturday. That, that would be uh, easier for myself and Rosa to, to go catch it because I, I really want to watch this Spider-Man movie. It's like it, There's a bunch of movies out I really want to watch. I'll see, I'm trying to think out there in the, in the Valley, James. There's got to be some value theater. I mean, I, mean I, I think the closest to you... I can't think like there's, there's I think the valley's too close to Hollywood so there's no way they they can do a value theater anywhere. <laughs> I I feel like there's a there's a there's a cheap theater in a god off of Roscoe. I feel like there was like there's like a, like, a, like a, there's an old theater around there that's that I felt like it should have been a cheap theater but I forgot if it was off of Roscoe or if it's off of what's the other damn street that the same street that the friggin' Toys R Us used to be on Sherman Way. There's a theater next to the 170. I went. I went there once to go watch the Jungle Book. It looked crappy on the outside, but it was nice on the inside. So maybe it isn't a cheap theater. Yeah, out there in the valley, James. That's a. It's a little tougher. I think the the three dollar theater is closed. Ah, they had stuff months later. Yeah, like they're, they're, in Pasadena there was a three dollar theater. I uh, I I noticed that the, uh, I follow them on Facebook, so I they, they, they got their they're back up and running now. But Pasadena is a little bit of a haul right now for us to to get from here to from from Guadalajara to to Pasadena is a, a little tough. We have we have to like stick around here in Whittier and uh, in Fullerton if we want to go to the movies. So yeah, but Eternals right now and. <laughs> It's cool because I think the people are tripping on the visuals. I'm like, oh yeah, they, they, I guess they kind of did steer into some of the Jack Kirby-ness, which I'm sure Pete Molini is incredibly happy about because you know, Pete Molini is a big fan of old uh, Jack Kirby, you know, Jack Kirby style. And, and if you want to see some old videos of me, of me and uh, Pete Molini, I've been I've been reposting a lot of the old stuff. I've been I've been kind of uh, salvaging all the uh, all the videos from uh, from Facebook here and trying to throw them up on our YouTube page. And then last week I threw up a couple of the uh, the multiverse comic shows, some of the early ones. So like, woof, some rough stuff. But you know what? <laughs> well, I, we're not as clean and polished as we were near the end of doing the multiverse show. <laughs> but some of those early ones were fine. I think, I think one of the ones I posted was one like we had done the show, but we didn't know that the that the that the Facebook app had closed, so we did an entire like half an hour, thirty five minute show. And I go to discover it didn't record, and we had to like do it again. <laughs> Let's try to recreate the exact thing we just did all over again. <laughs> frustrating. Those early multiverse comic shows were funny and frustrating. So those are all up on our YouTube. And um, right now, also on our YouTube, uh, I, I've thrown up. Uh, I've been playing Super Mario Brothers three on the Nintendo Switch, and liberally using the uh, the rewind, or as Jai Polder called it, the the Sands of Time, like from Prince of Persia, because uh, there's nothing worse than an old NES game with a cheap death. And I love that you can just rewind it and like, oh hell no, I'm not taking that cheap death. So I, I I've been I've been doing that in uh, Super Mario three. I mean, I've been playing through each world. Yeah, the, the, those 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 worlds are a lot shorter when you can just undo every bad death. <laughs> I think I got through World One without rewinding, but World Two and World Four, I think. <coughs> Actually, no, World Three, the Water World, I really rewound a lot on that one. I think I, water levels are the are the bane of my existence in Mario games. I, I love Mario games, but anything that anytime there's water, especially those those Mario Three levels where the the sea would rise up and suck you in and there'd be a giant fish trying to eat you oh those are uh, the, the young dre used up many lives on those levels it was nice to just be like no i'm undoing that like, hit the sands of time mario jumps back let's rewind that back let's try that one more time without getting eaten by a giant fish so yeah, those uh, I, I think uh, world four got posted last week uh, world three and world four got posted last week i'm Gonna try to stream more of that. Try to stream World Five live. If you go to our other Facebook page, our, our our Facebook gaming stream page, we have a separate one for that. 
Thanks, Facebook. Uh, you can go watch those there while they persist until until Facebook deletes them in six weeks or four weeks or whatever their weird timeline is. And they get to live on forever when I transfer them to YouTube. So uh, there'll be a World 5 playthrough. I, I forgot. World 5, I think, is that's the Sky World. I think World 6 is the Ice World, which is going to be another one where I'm, I'm going to definitely be rewinding a lot. <laughs> It's like for for one of my favorite games of all time, I really hate significant portions of the game. <laughs> it's it's not impossible hard. It's just it's just frustrating hard. It's like, it's like Metroid Dread. Dread. It's not impossible, but boy, is it frustrating. It's so good, but so frustrating. I guess that that's the key to a a good game where it's just it, they make it hard enough to challenge you, but not too hard to make you quit. I think that's that's the goal in, in good game making. So let, let's wrap this sucker up. Uh, my my voice is killing me. Yes, it, it, I am getting deeper in my voice as we progress through the show, and I will sound like a frog if I go any longer than this. So thank you for watching. As I mentioned, YouTube. Go to our YouTube page. Search for Dre's Geek Philosophy on YouTube. Oh oh oh, James, you're gonna do the upgrade for those. Uh, maybe. Uh, <laughs> I, I might do that upgrade with with with, with, with if I if I if I get a good holiday bonus I, I might do that upgrade and so I can stream so I can stream those sixty four games and those Genesis games with, with the rewind. There's a spot in Doom Three I cannot pass. See, yeah, there's always those certain parts even like in those old games I'm locked and I can't progress. Oh, see, that's oh, that's 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 the worst. That's the word. I remember there would be times playing through Halo 2. I'm like, I'm stuck with a crappy gun. And then the, the, the checkpoint was really bad. I'm like, oh, wait, I can't get any other guns. <laughs> I, I, I have a crappy gun and only 12 rounds. And I have to kill all these flood. No. How am I supposed to get out of here? <laughs> I can't punch my way out like in Destiny. <laughs> yeah, those. Yeah. You, you make a family plan. Oh, this guy. Make a family plan. Oh. I'm too lazy for that <laughs> to find seven other cheap gamers to share the Nintendo plan with. <laughs> I'm sure I could find seven people to share it with, but I don't want to put the work in to do that. I'd rather just pay the freight and just be done with it. So yeah, please uh, check out our YouTube page. <laughs> uh, go give us a like. Go give us a sub if you're not already subscribed to our YouTube page. Uh, make sure to follow me on Instagram, on Twitter, and on Facebook. I, I was a little more active on Instagram this past weekend. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to pour some energy into the Instagram. So I picked up a bunch of follows at the uh, the, the at the swap meet trade, buy, sell, trade event. So I have to... You're in one with your coworkers. Smart, you see? Like you work in the system with your coworkers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, be sure to find uh, follow us on social media. I'm gonna try to post more things as as the crazy holiday progresses. I'm gonna try to see. I'm gonna post stuff up from work, yeah, because you know the holidays really brings out the wacky stuff. We already sold a John Cena action figure. We, we we were putting money down on if we can sell all the John Cenas by the end by Christmas this year. Oh, yeah. Oh, you packed that one yourself. I bet you were happy. Oh yeah. Yesterday when I was at the Walmart, I saw, I saw a John Cena action figure, and I was like, "Oh, should I get this for Rosa? I don't know." It, 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 it was this one where it was his him as his character from Fast and the Furious Nine, and then they had they had a figure of the Rock of his character from the other Fast and the Furious movies. Oh, well, look at that, John! I think there was another, when I went with Ty. I, I think I showed Ty a different John Cena figure. Hey, we should get this one for Mommy, Ty. Mommy would like this, even though we can't see him. Mom, mom, mommy can see John Cena and all of his abs and muscles. Yes, if if there's anyone in this world who can who can see John Cena, it's my wife. And she can see him. <coughs> if you want to support the show, uh, please go to our, our, our Etsy. I'm going to be hopefully updating Etsy tonight or tomorrow with all the new stuff with the, the new Pokemon I made. I, I have. Hmm. What happened? With cat toys, with cat toys? I'm, I'm going to add the, the my wife's cat toys to the store as well. Um, I have to I have to make a new squirt. I sold one of the, I did sell one of the, one of the pieces I sold was the, the awesome little Squirtle I had made. Now I have to go back and make another Squirtle so I can put that up on my Etsy. We got Charmander, we got Ivysaur, we got Pikachu, even a Snorlax. Snorlax is freaking cute. People were complimenting the Snorlax, but no one was willing to pull the trigger to buy it. 
I have to. <laughs> I, I, I'm using up all the all the pearls I have here. I'm making a lot of stuff. Um, if you want to buy uh, some gamer shirts, or we have, I sell some gamer shirts. If you use the Depop app, D E P O P, go there and find Dre's Geek Philosophy as well. Just like oh, on Etsy, find Dre's Geek Philosophy. And lastly, if you want to buy some games, it's the holidays. You need to buy some games. I need to update my my, my eBay store. I, I I randomly sold it. I sold a a random game an hour ago. It elicited a very shocking response from me. <laughs> Make Squirtle Squad Squirtle. Oh, that that <coughs> that would be funny. I should do a Squirtle with the sunglasses. That 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 might be a a strong seller. Yeah. I was very shocked that I I sold a copy of Fantasy Friends <laughs> on my on my eBay. It called me. Oh, what the fuck? And my wife's like, "Don't cuss in front of the sleeping baby." I'm like, "I'm shocked. I, I was shocked. I sold a copy of Fantasy Friends." <laughs> Even though it's probably going to be one of our bestsellers at work, I, mean, I, I, I have to post up a. I, I, I should put up Horse Club Adventures on, on, on eBay. <laughs> That's like been like our number three selling game, Horse Club Adventures. Our number one selling game is Instant Sports, a crappy Wii Sports knockoff, which has the funniest reviews I've. But okay, it's the second funniest reviews I've read on Amazon behind the Haribo sugar-free gummy bears. A lot of people talking smack about the the crappy Wii Sports clone, but people buy it up because it's a cheap Wii Sports clone. People want that for their Switch. To this day, I'm still shocked that Nintendo hasn't just done a Switch Wii Sports. They're leaving. They're clearly leaving money on the table, which my company and the, our partner company in the UK is are very happily picking up all that money off the ground. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to probably pull two thousand more copies of that freaking instant sports game on on Wednesday morning because it's selling so damn well. It's outselling Call of Duty for us. That's how well this freaking instant sports game is. It also helps that we're the exclusive distributor of it, but that's beside the point. And then lastly, if you want to directly support the show, uh, you can be awesome like our friend Ryan Tanaka. You can be awesome like our friend Daniel Wong. We have a Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Dre's Geek Philosophy. If you want to directly support the show, that money goes directly to the production costs of the show. And currently with with Ryan and, and Daniel's contributions, our, our, our SoundCloud bill is is paid for the year, which is, which, which is awesome. Which takes a one less bill I have to worry about. If we can get some more Patreons, patrons to our Patreon, then we can expand. I can get a better microphone or get a better setup, and not have to worry about taking money away from Tiger. <laughs> Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. This has been Dre's Geek Phosphate Podcast. We will see you guys next time. Oh, go watch the gaming videos. Be good pals. Thank you for watching. Have yourselves a good night. And I...